1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: We have a podcast. Diving diving deep. deep, Diving deep into all things Texas. Both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast. And Pro Football Hall of Famer, The General, Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. All right, John. Let's
2: get into a, a few of the news items with the Texans. Let's start with the coaching, the coaching staff. That's another new thing that the Texans have that they haven't had in years. Other teams interested in some of their assistant coaches. <laughs> Been a while. Um, Bobby Slowick has had Zoom interviews with a handful of teams. He's reportedly getting second interviews this week with Washington and Atlanta. John, what's your concern level right now? I think you're like me, or would like Bobby Slowick to stick around for another year. Some continuity on the staff. Um, what's your concern level of Slowick leaving just based on the interview activity going on right now?
3: I saw a lot of people being brought back to both of those teams with second interviews. And I don't think Bobby Sloak's ready. I think he did a great job as a coordinator, but the running game was terrible. It was, he oversaw the running game. He had some interesting play calls. I just think he needs another season because when he's a head coach, he's going to be calling plays. I don't think he's done a good enough job to call plays to undergo the scrutiny of doing it when you're a head coach.
2: Yeah, and I think too, John, like this – I know this cycle, There's there were more firings than last year, but three of the jobs are already filled. Like three of the jobs – two of them got filled without even going outside the organization, uh, the Patriots promoting Gerard Mayo – And Antonio Pierce getting the interim tag taken off with the Raiders. We saw the Titans hire Brian Callahan. That's a big threat, I think, neutralized as far as taking Slowick away. They had a San Francisco Heritage General Manager have one there and ran Carthon. And and also, you know, you can't discount the opportunity for the Titans to stick it to the Texans as well. Um, So that's filled with Brian Callahan. I think the big difference this time around compared to previous years, this time around, you have Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, maybe even Pete Carroll lurking as possible, head coaching hires. Like, I, as good a year as Sloick has had and as big a candidate as he's been on a lot of the odds boards where you see him among the top two or three candidates in the betting market for a lot of these jobs, the game of musical chairs could fill up pretty quickly here given all the, the actual experienced head coaches that are out there in the marketplace.
3: Look at a guy like Detroit's Ben Johnson. He interviewed here last year. He said, I need more experience, so he went back. He had 2,000 yard rushers. They threw the ball great. Really balanced offense. Did the Texans have balance? No. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how you would sell Bobby at this point when they were so poor running the football, even though they were a humongous surprise. And I think he'll be back. And then I think he'll be gone in another year. And uh, then the key is does Gerard Johnson stay? And probably be promoted to offensive coordinator and play caller next year or does he take one of these situations if indeed he's offered
2: uh and we should mention that gerard johnson reportedly has been requested uh permission uh the two teams have requested permission to speak to him cleveland and new orleans for their vacant oc job so either uh, possibly Derek carr or Deshaun Watson working with Gerard Johnson if he were to get one of those jobs.
3: Yeah, if he were to go to New Orleans, he'd call the plays. But you're working with Carr with a with a coach who's going to be, I think, will be fired in a year, Dennis Allen. And if you go to Cleveland, you're not calling plays. Kevin Stefanski calls the plays. And another candidate in Cleveland's Tim Kelly, who worked with Deshaun Watson every year he was here, has a good relationship with him. So I think it's good for guys to interview go through the process that makes them better and more confident when they do it again. But I'm guessing both of those guys are going to stay knowing they got a really good thing in a year from now, they could both get what they want. And coaches over there think that Gerard has the, the traits of a possible NFL head coach. Not now. There's no Josh McCown, but be promoted, this is his first year's quarterback coach. He was yeah. assistant quarterback coach before. And so give him two years, then let him be a coordinator. And then he'll get uh, – with Stroud, you got to figure as long as he's healthy that uh, they're going to be really good on offense. And so I would hitch my wagon to C.J. Stroud way before I would do it with Derek Carr.
2: Oh, without question. And the Texans are going to be an actual good football team, too. you got a chance to maybe make a deep playoff run and go to a Super Bowl um, as well. John, of the five openings that remain, which one do you feel – do you still feel like the Chargers is the best one, just given the fact that they've got their franchise quarterback in place?
3: Absolutely. they got some receivers and offensive linemen. And uh, Brandon Staley was one of those guys. They took him after one year as a coordinator. He wasn't ready. It backfired. No. I wonder in retrospect if he thought he'd gone back and got some more experience, it would have helped him. And uh, plus, D'Amico, you know, he's a coordinator only two years, but he has a really good staff. And i tell you something else watching Todd Bowles blow the clock, watching Dan Campbell blow the clock, some of these clock management issues that experienced head coaches have, I can't tell you one time when I thought D'Amico Ryan's blew the clock as a rookie head coach. And so, anyway, I think Arbaugh would be, he's got playing experience. He doesn't get a job now, and we don't know that he's being offered. They may not like him. They may not want to give up control. They may not want to put up with his quirks and idiosyncrasies, and he might be better off going back to Michigan and just resigning himself, I'm going to be here till I retire. But he's got that hunger to try to win a Super Bowl since he went to one with the Niners, and if he's going to do it, he better take a team that's already got that quarterback, the Chargers.
2: Yeah, well, and he'd be that rare coach that would win a college national championship and a Super Bowl championship. That's a – what group is that? Jimmy Johnson, right, John? Pete Carroll. Um, Pete Carroll. Uh, Barry Switzer, right? Barry, uh, yeah. Yeah, Barry Switzer. I'm trying to think, is there anybody else on that list?
3: Short list.
2: Short list. And Jim Harbaugh's got a chance to get on it. Um, all right, uh, John, so that's where we're at with the coaching searches and Bobby Sloak, That's probably the biggest thing we're keeping an eye on here in the short term with the Texans. I guess some congratulations in order, John. It's not the actual like real recognized offensive and defensive rookie of the year awards. But it's the Pro Football Writers Association offensive and defensive rookie of the year, um, but C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson Jr. both won the won their respective awards. Do you think, John, that this is a harbinger of things to come at the NFL honors ceremony in a couple of weeks? No,
3: this is the writers, and the writers got a lot more sense, of course, but on the official AP ballot, the 50-man committee includes writers, broadcasters, and a lot of former NFL people and uh, players general managers coaches and the ones i've seen before none had anderson winning it mm-hmm. they all had either Jalen carter the corner uh witherspoon from seattle or kobe turner defensive tackle with had 10 sacks as a rookie with the rams with anderson finishing his eyes second or as low as third but uh i think the writers are smart enough to delve a little deeper into the sacks and look at the pressures and how well he played to run. So congratulations to Will Anderson Jr.
2: Yeah. And to CJ Stroud uh, un- unlike that, unlike the defensive rookie of the year award, there should be very little drama with any of the offensive rookie of the year awards, right, John?
3: Yeah. The drama is can anybody pressure Pukanukua for second, because yeah. Stroud's going to run away with first. And remember, those awards are voted on before the regular season. I mean, before the playoffs. It's just regular season.
2: Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah, and Apuka I, I th- being runner-up may have as little drama as uh, uh, CJ finishing first. Like I think it's going to be that. It's that obvious it's those two as the top two, and within those two it's that obvious that CJ is number one. So um, what a great, great season for both of those guys. John, it's hard to believe as much hype as there was coming off of draft night back at the end of april the the combination of cj stroud and will anderson exceeded that level of hype this season it's crazy oh to think goodness nobody
3: you might could have seen it with anderson because he was the best pass rusher and draft best in rusher some had him number one overall among linemen uh because jalen carter slipped because of his off the field issues and if he wins it i He did not have a big second half of the season, just like the the Eagles defense, which was built around its defensive line. And I looked at his stats. I did a column near the end of the season on SportsRadio610.com looking at Anderson compared to Carter. And Anderson, this was before Anderson got hurt. And I think getting hurt at the end kept him from getting another sack or two. And I think maybe if he loses the vote it'll be because he had that injury at the end, because he only started 13 games this year.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.